Welcome, friends. You're listening to the Swears and Does Hair podcast for bridal hairstylists and makeup artists looking to take their business to new levels. Here we tackle topics such as mindset, finances, balancing business with motherhood, and healthy strategies to keep your body and mind supporting your business rather than holding it back. I'm your host, Sue Minsky, business coach for bridal hairstylists and creator of the Next Level Bridal Business Program. Thanks for joining me. I can't wait to dig into today's topic, so let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Swears and Does Hair podcast. My name is Sue and I am your host for today. And this week I'm going to be talking about Venmo, Venmo payments. With 2022, Venmo made an announcement that they were going to be sending um, documentation to the government for transactions over $500 in a year uh, between two people. And a lot of people kind of had a moment of freak out about that, being like, well, what the hell? They're going to start sending all of that kind of stuff. So um, I figured that this was a good topic. Um, It's not going to be a very long episode today. I just kind of wanted to go over a few things because um, there's there's some stuff in this industry where people aren't always above board. And I want to kind of help to clarify a few things, but also maybe kind of help shift people's perspective on um, why you're hurting the industry in general, if you're the kind of person who who likes to do stuff under the table. So um, I may ruffle a few feathers today, but you know what? I don't fucking care, honestly, um, because a, a, a big shift in my business this year has really been focusing on integrity. And I see a lot of things wrong with our industry and a lot of behaviors of people who are bringing this industry down because they're operating from a place of a lack of integrity. Um, whether that is bailing on brides last minute because something better came around, bailing on other business people with um, assisting jobs when something more uh, beneficial comes around for them, um, whether it's trying to uh, do things in cash only um, and really hurting the industry, uh, not using contracts, okay, Um, just lacking integrity in a lot of places. At the end of the day, we are a business guys. And if you're not in this to run yourself as a business, please just get out because there are those of us who have dedicated so much of our time and our energy and our passion and our love to this industry and being a business that when you don't take it seriously and it's, it's just disrespectful. Like if if you, if you want a hobby, go do pottery. Go take a cake decorating class uh, by Wilson's at the local, uh, you know, Michael's, okay? Um, Upcycle vintage furniture. If you want a hobby, get a hobby. But with people's weddings, this is a business. This is something that you have to approach with integrity um, and, and the respect that it deserves. Because this is really, it's an important day in people's lives. Okay, please don't disrespect the bride 
by just doing whatever you want because you think, well, I'm a small business owner. I'm going to do what serves me. Um, and please stop disrespecting everybody else in the business um, who does make incredible sacrifices and um, does things the way that they're supposed to. Okay, so if you have to post in a Facebook group and say, is this a good idea? Should I do this? Or how do I how do I get out of this? You're not operating from a place of integrity. Um, if you're trying to get around things, um, that's that's just a big red flag and a, a big sign. So take a look at yourself and ask yourself, why am I in this business? Okay, and how can I run my business with more integrity? And the way you accept payments is definitely one of them. In general, being able to accept credit cards and digital payments sets you up better for better tips than cash, okay? It's a lot harder to hold or to hand over um, a $20 bill than it is to hit 20% on a service fee or on a, a, a tip for, for when you're swiping your, your credit card, okay? If I have to dig dollar bills out of my wallet and physically hand them over, that's a lot harder than just saying, well, what's 20% when I go to the restaurant, all right? Especially on things like wedding services where we're dealing in the hundreds and the thousands, okay? People don't necessarily carry that much cash with them these days. You have to think of it as the brides keep getting younger, all right, they are of a new generation every few years. The younger the generations, the less they're used to dealing with cash, the more they're used to putting things on credit cards, Venmo, online transfers. So if you're somebody who has been dealing with cash heavily in the past and you're getting frustrated that people aren't using cash so much, that's because things are changing. You have to shift with the times. You have to put yourself in the position of the people who are your clientele. What are they used to? What, are, what is more convenient for them? The more convenient that you can be in um, accepting payments, the easier it is to get a payment. If you make them have to jump through hoops, if they have to mail you a check, uh, if they have to um, stop by and pay you cash in something because you don't want to pay the credit card fees, like they're going to put it off. There's, you're probably struggling to get payments and you're not nearly making as much money and, and as successful as somebody who just digitizes everything. Just, just pay the damn credit card fees, okay? Um, you're going to make so much more money in the long run by just paying the damn fees. And you know what? They are tax deductible, okay? It's a tax deductible expense when you're paying your taxes, all right? All that money that you're paying in fees, is it, it reduces your taxable income, all right? Um, and being able to report everything that comes in builds your business and your personal credit. If you only claim a fraction of what you actually make, you don't look very successful, okay? Your credit and your business credit particularly are going to be way lower because you're not claiming that much. And I know a lot of people, you know, in the service industry, in particular in the beauty industry, they're like, oh, well, do you claim all of the tips that you get? Um, yes, actually, I fucking do because I run my business with integrity, okay? 
does it hurt a little? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> my credit score is really fucking high. Okay. My business lines of credit are really fucking high. I could probably walk into any bank and get a business loan for something that I want way faster than the person who doesn't claim. They'd be like, well, but I actually, I can afford that. Well, then prove it. Prove it by actually claiming all the income that you make. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's a pain in the ass and yeah, it sucks, but you know what? I make a lot more money than I lose out on by not, um, by not doing that. So, um, it only helps you in the long run. You have to train your brain and you have to get over this, uh, this mindset of, well, I make more money if I don't claim it. Actually you don't. So, um, it's, it hurts you. So, uh, there's a different thing when it comes to Venmo, there's a, a business account and there's a personal account and there's different ways that you can use them. I know that I said this was going to be, uh, a, a episode about Venmo and I've kind of just kind of gone on a rant about, um, people trying to avoid credit card fees and processing fees. Um, there's two different kinds of accounts. Okay, so let's get back to the actual topic, the, the Venmo. I've, go, I've gone on my tirade. Um, in your personal account, there are no fees, okay? But that doesn't mean that you should be using your personal account to accept payments from clients. If you're going to use Venmo as an opportunity to uh, collect payments from clients, you should be using a business account because that's what's going to be reported on your taxes. And, um, if you are continually taking large amounts, um, from new people all the time, that is going to be a red flag to Venmo that you are using your personal account as a business account. Okay. If you're taking, you know, five, $600 retainers and balance payments and hundreds of dollars and stuff like that from new people, all the time, they're going to be like, well, you're running this as a business and it's going to be flagged. Your account can be frozen and your, your funds can be frozen. They can, they can literally freeze it and take that money away from you. So every single time that you're using your personal account for business, you are taking that risk. So if you're going to collect from clients, Venmo is a great opportunity to um, add convenience to the business. Can, Additional levels of convenience upgrades your experience and adds more of a luxury feel to it, okay? When you're like very strict and you're like, well, you can only do it this way or this way, that's very strict. That's not very luxury. When you want to give an impression of a more luxury business and experience, you want to make things convenient for them. You want to give people options and the sense of being flexible and being able to say, well, I take Venmo as well is another way of being like, well, I'm flexible. I'm going to make things convenient for you because I value you as a customer. Um, and Venmo is actually cheaper than a lot of other places. So for my salon business, I use Vigaro and that's how people book appointments, um, leave me reviews and pay me because I have a little system and I, I literally ring them out like a register and it can add retail and it tracks all that kind of stuff for me. So it's a really convenient, amazing system. They charge me 2.75% uh, in transaction fees. Venmo is 1.9%. So it's a pretty significant difference. 
uh, it's technically it's 1.9% plus 10 cents, but I think Vergaro has the 2.75% plus 10 cents again. So, um, it's really just looking at the percentages, the 10 cents versus 20 cents versus 15 cents kind of things that they tack on is really insignificant. You really just want to kind of pay attention to the percentages. Um, and 1.9% is much cheaper. So now I let people book my appointments and stuff like that on Vagaro and still leave me all the reviews and everything. But I have a Venmo business account and I have a free um, little like QR code kind of thing. So I have tags that hang off of my kit. So when I'm going to people's house and they want to pay me if they don't have cash or whatever, I tell them I accept Venmo payments and they can literally just scan it with their phone. And I have one up by the register area in my studio where people can scan the Venmo. It's a free thing that they give to you when you sign up for a business account, you request it, they mail it to you. It's super, super easy. And then I'm only paying 1.9%. So I give people the option and it's, you can still get tips on it. Okay. There's a tip preset. There's 15, 18, 20 or other. So if they want to give you more than 20%, or you can change those presets if you want to do 18, 20 and 25, whatever. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to it. Not only is it cheaper, you can still accept tips. They give you a free QR kit. Um, you can also list your business on there and it's an additional way to market and get eyes on your business. You can get discovered through their business accounts. So, um, I accept payments for in studio, but also on location. So I don't have to worry about dealing with cash. My clients don't have to worry about dealing with cash. If there's an add-on that I want to upcharge somebody for, whether that's adding lashes or putting in extensions or anything like that, I have a quick and easy way. They don't have to take out a credit card. Most people have Venmo these days. Um, and I can accept uh, payment super, super easy and quickly. So there's so many benefits. I do still have a personal Venmo account and this is how I have it. Um, when I am paying my subcontractors, when I'm paying my subcontractors, I pay them through my Venmo personal account because there's no fees for me to send money to them that way. And there's no fees for them to collect it. So because my business and my personal accounts are both linked to my business um, bank account, my clients pay me through either the Venmo or um, through HoneyBook, and it all goes into my business account, I can turn around and I can run my payroll to pay my subcontractors and my assistants and stuff like that directly through Venmo as well, but it's on the personal side. Um, and that way it's personal account to personal account. And it's the same people that I use over and over and over again. So it's not going to get flagged inside of Venmo being like, you send $600 to this person twice a month. They're going to assume it's like a, a roommate kind of thing. So it's not going to set off any red flags. Whereas if it's a new person sending me six or $700, you know, every, every couple of weeks or, you know, every couple of days, I mean, um, you know, the, then Venmo is going to be like, well, this is obviously a business. You don't have that many people paying you rent and still people paying you rent. Um, if it's multiple people like that, if that's a business. So, um, I can still use it also to pay friends and family. I have my business 
banking account and I have my personal banking account there. Um, and people can still pay me uh, and tip me inside of Venmo and I can split that payment. The service fees go into my business bank account. And because it's also connected to my personal checking account, I can say, okay, well, they gave me a $75 tip on this. I just send 75 to my personal and send the rest to my business. And that way I'm still able to track all of my income because it's all coming in in one place. I'm dividing it up later. I don't have to like go in and add up and calculate how much of it was tips. It's still part of that one lump amount. So I don't even have to track how much I'm getting in tips unless I want to. All of the money is all there in one place. It's all coming in and I just add up my total and then Venmo does the 1099 or whatever it is for the end of the year on how much um, payments that I collected. And there it is. That's just the number that I add up. So it makes doing my taxes so much easier. I don't have to sit there and go back and forth and add things up and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's literally all collated there for me. I don't have to break it down. So that is my little spiel when it comes to Venmo and, um, and accepting payments. Please just run your business with integrity and just claim stuff. Um, trying to be sneaky about it and hide gives, gives our industry a really bad name. Like people look at hairstylists and waitresses and, and things like that. And they're just like, oh, they're shady people. They, they do stuff cash under the, under the table and whatnot. Like it just credit card fees is a way of life. It's part of running a business. Don't think, don't overthink it. Don't try and find ways to get out of it. Like you will just make so much more money by just sucking it up and dealing with them and accepting things that way. And then um, it, please just, you know, stop giving our business a bad name and, um, and just report it. Okay. So you'll have to pay a little bit more in taxes. Okay. That's fine. You're making more money. You're building your credit. Um, it really only helps you in the long run. So um, that's my thing. That's what I have to say about Venmo and Venmo payments. If you have other thoughts, I'd love to hear them. Um, I'd love to have a conversation with you about it because I do, I like listening to other people's viewpoints. If you don't think that not claiming your tips is shady and you want to argue with me about it, sure. I'll have that conversation with you. I'll listen. Send me a DM to Beauty Biz Collective on Instagram. Otherwise, everybody else, enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you found this information helpful. Um, and maybe if you didn't realize that the fees on Venmo is actually way cheaper than other online booking appointments uh, or systems like Vagaro, maybe you'll be more open to um, switching and helping you to save more money. So thanks so much for listening to today's episode. It was a little bit of a short one, um, but after the last couple of weeks where I've rambled for a while, I am, you know, sometimes I just kind of run out of things to say. So I'll see you next week with a new topic. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel empowered, knowledgeable, and capable of handling anything that your business throws your way. Don't forget to subscribe to get access to new episodes as they are released each week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Love today's episode? Let me know. Leave me a review and tell me what your biggest takeaway was from the conversation. 
Have a request for a future topic or someone you'd like to hear me interview? Find me on Instagram at beautybizcollective and drop me a DM. And if you're hungry for more actionable content to help you grow your bridal business, go to www.swearsanddoeshair.com slash bookmorebrides to sign up for my free on-demand training and learn how to book better quality brides faster, easier, and with less stress.